Welcome to the Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast. I'm Cheryl McColgan, founder of Heal, Nourish, Grow. The website, this show, and our newsletter all focus on making the science of advanced nutrition and greater overall health accessible to everyone. Buckle up for our latest episode to get ideas, tools, and practical knowledge you can use to improve your health and move towards your perfect version of ultimate wellness. The Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast shares interviews with nutrition experts, health researchers, and everyday people that have changed their lifestyle and nutrition to support greater health. You'll learn how to implement lasting change and create new habits that support greater wellness and a happier, healthier life. Please visit HealNourishGrowPodcast.com for full show notes and links to our guests. Kellyanne Gorman is an entrepreneur, patient advocate, seasoned podcaster and developer, published author, and business and life coach. She creates programs, products, and services that help elevate your mind, upgrade your business, enhance your life, and welcome you into a positive and uplifting community. She is obsessed with iced coffee, creating healthy recipes, and all things productivity and organization. You probably have seen her sharing these kinds of ideas all over her social channels. She helps business owners organize their space, build momentum, stay accountable, launch podcasts, grow successful brands, and most importantly, enjoy their life. Kelly has always taken a more personal approach to business. She continually uses her expertise, personality, and knowledge to help others build their brands. Through her book, Everything is Messy, the Kellyanne Cares podcast, Everything is Messy collection, and her entrepreneur and brand coaching experiences. Inspiration, motivation, determination, and a never give up attitude are what got Kelly where she is today. Her passion and dream are to help as many individuals as she can get to where they want to be, both personally and professionally. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast. I have my guest today with me, Kelly Ann Gorman, who is the host of her own podcast and the author of the book by the same name, Everything is Messy. And actually I need to, we'll discuss that in the interview because she's actually been rebranding and doing some new things, which are really exciting. So anyway, Kelly, welcome to the show today. And I'll let you start by sharing everyone a little bit about your health background, which is really interesting and what we most often talk about on this show. So thank you for having me, first of all. I'm so excited to be here. So I let's just rewind to like 2017, because that's kind of where everything started, where I was misdiagnosed with MS and then another disease called neuromyelitis optica, and people call it NML for short. And basically, you can become blind and paralyzed at any given moment. I'm talking to you now. It can happen. So very long story short, I ended up being misdiagnosed. So that's when my intense healing and eating healthy and all of that began was really in 2018, 20, no, 2019 is when I got it written down, like the date, um, the legal date, like I was actually misdiagnosed. So let's just call it 2019 is when I really started focusing on healing my body and using foods to do that. And I've always been an entrepreneur my whole life. I've always been organized. I've always loved to create recipes and be in the kitchen. I was a chef on yachts for years. Like I'm obsessed. Like I just love eating. I love creating new recipes. But at that point in my life, I was like, okay, I'm misdiagnosed. So um, what is this going to look like coming off all of these meds and no more chemos every other week? And like, what is that going to look like? My body just like went into complete shock. So that's when I started researching brain health and gut health and green juicing and intermittent fasting and 
just became like started a new journey of like truly healing my mind, first of all, and then my body and my overall health. And now that's like really my only focus. I'm obsessed. Like I research labels, like not see, <laughs> like I want to know like, <laughs> what I'm putting in my body and is it going to help me long term? So that's a really long story short, but that's how everything really began. And that's been years I've been on this path and I, I love it. And that's why it's a part of my book. Well, and the first thing I, I want to go, step, take a little step back because I think there's an interesting part of your story that will make sense to people when we talk about kind of what you have gotten into most recently. Mm -hmm. But during that time when you were misdiagnosed, you ended up having some court cases. Mm. And so share a little bit about <laughs> that process and how you how you dealt with all of that. So I don't know how I was actually telling somebody this story the other day, uh, an ER doctor and another attorney, and they like couldn't comprehend like what I was saying because it's not the norm, <laughs> but that's my life. Like nothing I've ever done is normal. So when you're misdiagnosed, you realize, okay, do I want to move on with my life or do I want to take legal action? Well, I needed to take legal action for two reasons, because one, I needed all of my bills covered and two, like two, three reasons. Two was my right. I could do that. And then three, to show other patients. Like I felt like since 2016, I had been doing Facebook lives and I never not, I never held back on any part of this story. As soon as I was sick, I was crying on a Facebook live asking people for help. I have a mess. What do I do? Am I going to die? Like I, I, I was asking the internet for help. And um, I look like a completely different person back then, by the way, my face is so thin. My gray, my eyes were gray from all the drugs I was on. Um, my hair is jet black. I look like a completely different person, but I was always vocal from day one. And I felt like if I had this, I had to be vocal and I already had a presence online. So it's like, I, I just had to do it. Like, I didn't even think twice. It was just like, that's my next step. Same thing with this case. So I had clients that were attorneys. I had friends that were attorneys and I contacted over a hundred in the U.S. and nobody would take my case. Now, when you go that route with medical malpractice, there's three reasons why they wouldn't take your case because there's a cap on how much an attorney can make. One mm. is you're not dead. Two is you're not missing a limb. Three is you're not hooked up to an oxygen tank. That's it. I can speak properly. I can defend myself. I want to take legal action and nobody wants to take the time to do all that research. So I took it upon myself to study the law of medical malpractice, and I became my own attorney and represented myself in six medical malpractice legal cases. I closed them in 18 months, all six, all by myself. I did the jobs of six attorneys, investigators, and paralegals, because when you represent yourself, you have to take the medical and legal side. So I had to go after them on the state board, but then after them specifically, and then that's when their insurances kick in and their legal team. So I dealt with all of them myself. Most of it's a blur, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's all, also record timing. And because of the timing of the pandemic, I couldn't move to trial, nor did I want to. So I just closed them and moved on. I didn't win a penny, but to date I've saved thousands of patients' lives with being vocal online and writing my book and launching my show in 2017. And to me, patient advocacy, like that's more important to me because I can make money out of every day, right? Can I help save a patient? But no, I can't. I still get messages every day on every single platform I'm on. Um, 
thanking me. And I'm like, that's why I'm here. That's why I was given a second chance. Like keep on sharing your story. And that goes for everything because you're always going to help that one person that needs to hear it or read it or see it. And so that's what I did. I took legal action. 18 months is absolutely insane. But when I set my mind to something, I make it happen. And I just decided to walk away instead of going to trial, but they were closed. I did everything by the books. Then after that, all the top litigating firms were calling me and asking me like, how did you do that? We want you on our, no, no, you no. You cannot pay for my time on my phone call because last time you wouldn't even take two seconds out of your day to like hear my story, you know, and now they want, how did I do that? Well, that's going to cost you yeah. now if you want me to consult. <laughs> but that's well, as well, it should. As yeah. Well it should. And I mean, I, I don't know how I, I did that, to be honest. Like I'm in the process of moving and I come across like the binders and binders and all the research and the numbers and it, it gives me like crazy PTSD still. Like I do a lot of things to heal in that department, but still it's like a huge trigger. The amount of notebooks and binders I have and I'm like, <laughs> I did that for a reason because I still get messages, you know, and I had to prove a point. Like I understand that this specific neurologist, there was 11 involved, but the one who's, it was his fault. He was the one that misdiagnosed me. He could be saving your life right now. That's great. But he made a mistake with mine. And he's lucky that I saved my own life. And I took the steps in order to do that. Not everybody is strong enough to do that. Or then go take legal action also, like on top of that. So I think it's really important to share that part because it is the patient's job to be organized with their own records. And, you know, a nurse and the doctor, they only have so much time to see you. It's not their job to be a clerical assistant. Like it's your job as a patient to make sure that everything is there because it's happened many times where I was you know, discharged out of the hospital I was at for two weeks with a different disease, where if I had come back, they would have given me the drug for that disease. And it affects your brain immediately and you drop dead, like from a typo that could have happened twice. So that was something else just on top. But like, it's our job as a patient to make sure that I mean, that's just the world we live on. Unfortunately, that shouldn't really be the way. But you have to be your own advocate first. And if you're taking care of somebody else, then, you know, you've got to be organized with everything. Otherwise, nobody else is going to do it. So long story short, that's like the whole patient advocacy and how I became so persistent and well-versed on both the medical and legal side. So there, there's two things in there. And I think since we're on the medical one, we'll stay on that for the moment. But I do want to get to about the organization part, because that's really related yeah. to a lot of what you do and, and your book, certainly. But on the patient advocacy side. Last time you and I spoke, I think you were starting to, you know, possibly move in a different direction for your career. And mm -hmm. I did read something recently in your newsletter about that, but I, I know that you want to do something with patient advocacy on a, a larger scale. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit about what your plans are around that and kind of where you are with that idea now? Like, how's that been going and, and what's it looking like? So years ago, I thought that I wanted to, there was a lot of these jobs for like a concierge position in the chemo centers at different hospitals here. And this was like right after I was misdiagnosed. This was like 2019. And I had already been in luxury travel, had a luxury experience, provided like high-end service in all my jobs. But then I was the patient too. I'm like, that's perfect for me. But I needed mm -hmm. time years to heal. You know, like it's such a traumatic experience. And then to go through the legal on top, like I would have like tra such trauma and I would get vertigo from even talking about it. 
So how am I supposed to help another patient when I'm not even helping myself first? So I had to nix that. Like I wasn't ready to do that. Where now, um, I feel like it was a couple months ago. I don't even know. But on TikTok, I shared a video and it was a couple, it was, I was doing this little series, like get to know me because I had taken a little break. So I was batching some content and I was like, okay, here's some fun facts about me. So I was sharing like my life on cruise ships and yachts and makeup and like my whole life. Then I said, oh, and by the way, I was misdiagnosed, represented myself at six men and like shared that. And it kind of went a little viral. So that's when I was like, okay, maybe I need to stay on this path. But then it also sometimes triggers me because, you know, I'm not 100% healed, but I still want to be an advocate to help more patients. So that's where I always say like the organizing side, like you've got to start from this from scratch, like get a notebook and then start organizing your records and I think that the best place for me now is to just share that on TikTok because that's where people are searching the most for help. They want help. They There's nobody out there that's going to tell them to organize the records, but I am because that's the only way you're going to save your own life. That's how I did it for me. I've helped other patients. I've helped other attorneys and doctors, and they look for this now. So I think by just sharing more content, specifically on TikTok, I share it other places, but... Um, you know, LinkedIn isn't really the place for that. You know, I love LinkedIn. I'm on there every single day and I have been for like over a decade, but it's on TikTok where people are scrolling for help. If you've been around my content for a while, you know that one of my favorite things is making and eating gourmet food and pairing it with wine. You might think you can't enjoy wine though while trying to lose weight or stay in ketosis. And if you're drinking traditional wine, you might be right. So many wines are mass produced and full of sugar and other garbage additives that can wreak havoc on your health goals and just make you feel bad. Fortunately, I discovered Dry Farm Wines. I've been drinking their wine for years now and I love this company. They individually test small batch wines produced by vintners that are committed to the practice of dry farm production. Some of my favorites have been the Blaufrankisch variety from Austria and all of the wines from the Loire Valley in France. Dry Farm wines are free from excess sulfites and mold that can cause adverse reactions and hangovers. With no added sugar, each wine is tested to be under one gram of sugar in the entire bottle. Yep, you just heard that right. There's less than one carb in the whole bottle of wine. They're also slightly lower alcohol, which means you can enjoy a delicious wine pairing at dinner any given night and not end up with a hangover. You can receive an extra bottle for just a penny with your first order by visiting dryfarmwines.com slash heal nourish grow. I'd love to hear what your favorite wine is after you try it and be sure to tag me on social with pictures of your wine and delicious dinners. Again, that bottle of wine for a penny is at dryfarmwines.com slash heal nourish grow. Whether it's with um, a new recipe or, you know, people just sit there and scroll and the amount of organic traffic that you can get is absolutely insane. So I think when it comes to the advocacy, I'm just going to continuously share how I can help more patients like feel better in all aspects of their life, you know, but then when it comes to the medical and legal side, I have to be really careful about what I say too, you know, so I share my story. Mm. So take from it what you need to, and then, you know, bring it into your own life. But I think TikTok is where I'm going to continuously share more of that because I think that's the best way that I can help more people. Now, at the end of the day, no, that's at the end of the day, that's the whole point. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and that makes perfect yeah. sense. You got to meet people where they are. And so even though I think I certainly have a perception of TikTok is kind of a, you know, younger person's place or that it's hard to share that type of information there, but over time it's become a lot easier. You can do longer videos there. I mean, 
obviously, if that's where people are looking for it, that's where it makes the most sense to put it. Um, but that does kind of also build on to something else that you're really good at, and that is being organized. And so your first book was called Everything is Messy. Yes. And so maybe talk about how you came up with that idea, because if you're organized, obviously everything is not messy for yeah. you. And I guess that's probably part of the book title. Um, and then also like what made you decide to go through a bit of a rebrand? So as far as the book, Everything is Messy, I was writing a book since 2016 about this crazy story, right? And I couldn't finish it. And then I thought, when then the pandemic hit and I'm like, who wants to read this depressing, sad story? I don't even want to write it anymore. I want to write something that's <laughs> going to make people happy. And so then I realized I wanted to start the chemical free cookbook. So then I bought the .com and I started doing my recipes. I went to the beach every day and I would write down my recipes and they were all the recipes I started creating when I was going through chemo, healthy veggie burgers. You go to the freezer aisle for a veggie burger. There's not even an, a vegetable in it. I want vegetables in my burger. So I started like creating them and creating all these really healthy, like whole food meals that would like keep my body where it needed to be to like survive basically. So I started creating all these meals and recipes. And then when I was writing the recipe, it would remind me of when I created that. And these stories just like came pouring out of my, out of my head and writing. And it was insane. So I ended up having two books. So I had my cookbook and then I had all these chapters and I'm like, what do I do with it? Do I have two books? I'm like, no, I have one because nothing I do is ever the norm. I'm like, it's going to be a two for one. <laughs> They're going to be together. <laughs> and it all just kind of made sense. And the whole point of the book is to help you get to exactly where you want to be in life, whether it's personally or professionally. And I share what I've gone through to help you get there. So like one of the chapters is called F the fear. Another one is, um, I mean, they're all basically sharing tips and strategies. And the book is less than a two hour read for like an average reader. And then sprinkled throughout are the recipes. Now, as far as that goes, I wanted to make sure that they were budget friendly. I wanted to make sure that um, you can make healthy food for your family for the night for under $20, as well as, you know, for somebody like me that's organized and like just loves a good meal prepping situation, that as well. And then they're all vegan. I am not vegan, but I was eating vegan most of the time. Like it was a big joke because I went and got Wagyu beef sliders. Like as soon as I finished the last chapter, I'd been eating vegetables <laughs> for months in the middle of the pandemic. And so I just wanted to share that like, okay, I'm not vegan, but I do eat this way. And then it's important for you to add like the proteins or carbs or whatever you want to add to the meals. Like this is a base. So then add on top, whatever you want. So you can use it however you want. You know, if you don't want chicken, then add steak. If you love seafood, then do that. But like, start here. So that's basically the chapters as well. Like start here, read the chapter, you have to put in the work, nothing, you know, I'm huge on manifesting and visualizing. But if you don't put in the work, it's not going to happen. Like it's just not. And I've tried all kinds of ways. And I just am really strong willed. And I, I feel like it's really important to say that because there's a lot of people online that are very spiritual and woo. And so am I like, I love all of that stuff. Don't get me wrong. I have a whole thing of crystals over here, but you have to put in the work. <laughs> and so basically I'm like your big sister telling you like, let's do it. You know, like, let me show you how it's done. You know, so you can always go back to it, take notes. I wanted you to like journal in it, you know, so it's a fun book and life is messy. So that's why everything is messy, but you have an opportunity to make things happen. So this book will help you get there. And then if you want healthy recipes on top of that, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, who doesn't need more healthy recipes? I and I love your point about 
you know, it's, it's just one thing. Like, that's what I always think is sometimes people, uh, you know, all my recipes are keto friendly, right. Yeah. But, or people wonder like, well, what do I do if no, my event, it's like, well, it's still a meat main. Yeah. <laughs> so you just add things like maybe you add this awesome vegan, you know, vegetable dish, if you like vegetables, or maybe you add, you know, whatever else, mm -hmm. but it's like, people get so weird about their thinking. Like they think, well, I'm not keto. I can't make this. It's like, it's still regular whole foods. So yeah. It's just like use those healthier recipes and use them to whatever degree they work for you, whether it's by itself or add things on. So I really like that you approached it that way. And I think a lot of people get really intimidated too. Like they follow, they follow these people on TikTok or YouTube or Pinterest, especially. And they're like writing down, okay, I have to have this. Like when I was doing my research for the book and I'm like, I don't want any of that. How can I make it my own and healthier? And then that's like, I just always love creating stuff, whether it's like a coaching program or a recipe or, you know, makeup look, like whatever it is. That's like my favorite part of the process is like creating something that's truly going to help somebody in the long run, whether it's personally or professionally. And that's what I'm like obsessed with. So that's why I wrote the book. And then the rebrand, the second part of your question. Um, <laughs> so everything is messy came out in the middle of the pandemic. I went on a book tour in the middle of the pandemic, mask and everything. And I decided that I wanted to create apparel and home office kitchen decor. So I launched an e-commerce site. I taught myself Shopify, which when you're used to WordPress or like building on a certain site, it's very intimidating. But I was like, now's the time I'm going to learn something new. And I'm like, this is so easy. Five minutes later, <laughs> I feel like everybody online, <laughs> we, we fall into that. Um, case every now and then we're we're like oh so intimidating we're like oh it's drag and drop we're done in 20 minutes so that happened I launched my e-commerce site site and then I rebranded my show so that everything would be you know cohesive and on brands but I just didn't I mean redeveloping a show is a lot of work I mean that's what I do for a living is develop podcasts but I just I didn't feel like connected to it like a couple months in and I'm like I feel like the book and the e-commerce needs to be its own brand. And I wanted to start pitching myself to, myself to networks. And I felt like also if my show was more personal, it wouldn't be so big of an ordeal for me to have all these brands coming to someone saying, take me and this is what I have. It's too much of a conflict. And that was also, that also played a part. But at the end of the day, I care. I care about everything. I care about helping you in your business, in your life, in your kitchen, in your pantry, like wh wherever you need to be organized and level up. That's what I care about. And I'm like, Kellyanne cares. And everybody calls me Kellyanne online. I have a million other nicknames, but I just became Kellyanne a couple <laughs> years ago. So I'm like, Kellyanne cares. And it just flowed. And at the time I was, yeah. um, I forget what it was now, but I was doing a Gabby Bernstein um weekend and so and she is who I invested in to help me write my book my first book and she's amazing and so I was doing this weekend and all of a sudden it was just like do it now like what you hear so far make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now we'd also love it if you could post a review on iTunes it helps us so much by allowing others to more easily find us the heal nourish grow podcast wouldn't be possible without listeners like you thank you so much for your support now back to the show I rebranded my entire show in like 36 hours and I filmed the entire process and put it up on TikTok so people could see because I, I film a ton of content for podcasting on TikTok so people can see like, you know, get the best strategies for all aspects of having the show. But I wanted to show the rebrand aspect, like my messy scribbles, my notes, trying to record over and over again. I lost my voice. And then that's when I have my vocal cord issue. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but I, I do things really fast. I always have. But I also think that that's kind of a part of my PTSD, too. Like, 
I need to do it now, you know, because I always have that fear, like, oh my God, something's going to happen, you know? So thank God for therapy. Mm -hmm. But I think that's, um, well, those are the two reasons why I rebranded. You know, you have to feel connected to what you're producing, like any kind of content or food or anything. Like you need to feel connected in order to be able to help more people in that subject, right? So that's why I did it. And now I'm like, oh my God, this is the best. Like, this is me, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it totally fits. And and now that you tell that backstory, I can appreciate it a lot more because, uh, but I think it, it makes perfect sense for where your business is going. Yeah. And obviously um, it would fit really well with the patient advocacy stuff yeah. as well. So just all makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. um, so you kind of touched on some things there. So your number one thing is you do care and you like to help people get organized. Mm -hmm. You like to help them make changes much like I do, which is probably why we've, uh, you know, found each other yeah. online. <laughs> Um, but so can you just share a little bit about, um, you know, of course people are going to find you on all your channels and a lot of this will be in the show notes, but what I really want you to share is about, you know, you have some different programs, you have some different offerings. You also offer just kind of like, um, I guess, co I guess really coaching really, cause you, you'll, it's like a consulting call or mm -hmm. whatever. So, um, what are sort of the scopes of things that you deal with? Obviously we named patient advocacy mm -hmm. and podcasts. Um, but is there anything else that you help people with or just, you know, share a little bit about where you're looking to go from here in case people are thinking, Oh, I think I need to get organized on this. Maybe Kelly can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a couple things as per norm, you know, my norm. And so <laughs> in 2017, when I launched my show, then it was called the happy workaholic podcast. And it was for years when I launched online, just like how you and I met online, other coaches and people in the professional space on LinkedIn, they asked me like, how did you launch a podcast? Because back then there wasn't very many showing people how, and over and over, I just kept getting asked and I'm like, I need to create something that doesn't exist. That's what I'm really good at creating things that need to exist. People ask me a hundred times for things. And then I create something that will help them. So I created a podcast development service. So it's complete done for you. We literally have two calls. I write the scripts, like the whole process is done for you. So that's my number one. So every month I take on a client and I develop their brand new show. So whether it's like a big skincare brand or just somebody wanting to share their story because they're sick as well, like it doesn't matter. You share your story, you're going to help one more person. So that's what I do every month is I take on one client for that. But I've been very vocal on LinkedIn since like 2010, 2012. And I coach a lot of my clients on that as well. So during the pandemic, I realized I needed to add to my e-commerce site programs where people could do them on their own. So they get coaching calls with me one-on-one, -on -one, but they're also learning LinkedIn and podcasting on their own off of all the audio and videos that I've already provided in that coaching program. But then when it comes to one-on-one, -on -one, I'm always asked the same questions, like how did you create this marketing funnel? How do you refresh the back end? You know, MailChimp. Um, my IFTT podcast strategies, how I keep my, you know, medical records organized, how I do stuff in my kitchen. So I'm like, I'm going to create a four month program, like on demand. Cause that's what people like want. Like I want to know now. So it's whether like they need an expert coach, business coach, life coach, or they need like an assistant. It's kind of like both. I answer them. Mm -hmm. So it's on demand. So we text all day, audio, text, whatever, like we'll go on FaceTime. And I'm basically in your back pocket for like four months, like the whole summer. I launched it May 1st. So this program is literally like 
okay, I just need some help in my business. Like I need somebody to answer these questions because the amount of time the business owners, which I know you're well aware of, like people that come to you, like <laughs> I sat on YouTube for five and a half hours researching. And what have you done? Like the amount of work and money you could have made in those five and a half hours is absurd compared mm. to like what you just wasted. So with this, and it's super inexpensive, it's less than a thousand dollars, which is usually what I charge for like three calls. And I'm like, I just want to help more people. So over the summer, I'm going to help people get there, you know what, together and let's just make it happen. So I just created this super simple coaching program where I'm like, what do you need? And then I help them and then we're done. So it can be all kinds of things. Like let's go in your pantry together. I'm going to show you how to read a label. <laughs> That's and then awesome. Let's set up a new marketing funnel with your business or let me show you how I back my entire life up online. So God forbid something happens to our laptops, you know, we're not in trouble. So it's all right. random things. You know, I, I do a lot of things. I don't think I could ever do one, obviously Gemini as well, but I've always been like that. <laughs> and so I feel like if I got a second chance at life, I just want to help more people. So I added more value to all my programs this week or last week. I think it was last week. So I ad actually added like more one-on-one -on -one calls. So there's more value for the whole summer. Cause I feel like just from people coming to me, like, I really want to do this this summer. I really want to focus, like get it together. Let's make it happen. But like, nobody has somebody by their side. So they're, they'll slack, you know, they'll go hard for a week and then they're, they'll forget all about it. No, now that you've hired me, I'm going to have you make that happen. And then you'll thank me later. <laughs> <laughs> well, accountability is huge. huge. And I think people underappreciate that actually, I just said, I just had the same conversation with Robin on one of my other interviews today is the power of community oh, yeah. and the power of just like, I'll just say just me following what you do online. And we, and we keep in contact mm -hmm. fairly regularly. Um, but I would say that just knowing all of the things you do and how productive of you, you are like that in and of itself, it, it helps me to be like, oh no, I can do this. Well, Kelly is doing it. <laughs> And seeing, seeing somebody, it just, it's a model, right? It's a, it's a model system. So just like people that see me, the way I eat or what I do on online with, with my content. And they're like, Hey, no, I know it's possible. Cheryl's been doing this for, mm -hmm. you know, over six years now. And so I know it's possible. Um, so I think there's a huge amount of value in that, that people don't appreciate But I think that this program that you're offering is just absolutely amazing. And so every, I will have all the links in the show notes for people, um, to, take advantage of all Kelly's kind of stuff. But um, can I say one final thing? thing, I think, sorry, can I say one yeah, thing for sure. That? Something else that I think that people, nobody says online, which I say like first and foremost, okay, I am like next level organized with my color coding system and everything. If you come to me, Cheryl, and that is not your system, we work how you, your brain works, how you are going to be able to make mm -hmm. it happen. It's the same thing with a lifestyle and eating and everything. Like what is going to work for you? You know how I like to talk about being just 1% better every day? Well, ButcherBox believes in better. For them, better means caring about animals and the planet, treating the planet with respect, and it means improving the lives of animals and the livelihoods of farmers. Their beef is grass-fed and grass-finished, chicken is free-range and organic, turkey is free-range, pork is humanely raised, and salmon and scallops are wild-caught. I've been using ButcherBox for a couple of years now, and it was a godsend having such high-quality meat delivered to my door during the pandemic. If you're interested in saving money and eating healthier, this is the perfect service for you. Even if you can get back to the grocery store now, the quality and health of ButcherBox meat is far superior to what's in the market. 
Plus, if you're a bacon lover, I have really good news. You can always get a great deal on your subscription by using my link, but starting June 12th until October 14th, new members can get free bacon for life. That's right. Every box will include a pack of uncured, unbelievably delicious bacon added to every box for the life of your membership. Check my show notes for the link or go to bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash H-N-G butcher box. I can't have mm-hmm. a super clean desk. I mean, super messy desk with post-its everywhere, but some people, that's how their brain works and that's how they make things happen. So I coach them based on what they feel comfortable with. I'm not going to come in and be like, this is how it needs to go. Cause people get intimidated by my TikToks with all my highlighting systems. I'm like, that's how my brain works. <laughs> And I think the only reason why that happened was because when I was going through chemo, I would have chemo brain and I would forget all the time. And the only thing that would help me remember what work I had to do was colors. So I color coded everything. Mm -hmm. And since then, that's just become my system. That might give me major anxiety. So let's not bring in those highlighters. So we do it based on (laughs) how you feel comfortable. Like I'm not telling you like, this is my system, use it. It's honestly the exact opposite because you're not going to be able to accomplish anything unless you feel good doing it, right? So like, let's do it how you feel good. And not a lot of people do that. I don't think anybody does. That. No, and that's an awesome point because you're right. You have to work with the way that people, yeah. people's brain works and, and make it very individual. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that's a huge part of success too, because if, I mean, if you find that person that loves the color coding, they're going to love that. I know, I love <laughs> but those. if you're not that person... <laughs> Actually, after we get off of this, I want to I want to share an idea with you. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, before we go, before we go, uh, I think you mentioned that you're already working on a, another book. Mm-hmm. So if we, what is that all going to be about? This is the first time where I'm saying it out loud, but it's all about gut health <laughs> and inflammation. Ooh, because nice. that is my next level of like healing and how I feel good, and I'm obsessed with looking at all the labels. And not a lot of people realize, like, they think that a vegan bar is healthy. But when you turn the wrapper, you see canola oil, pure sugar, processed stuff, things that are going to keep that on Mm. the shelf for three and a half years or whatever the expiration date is. That is not healthy. And, you know, everybody always says, like, shop the outside aisles of the market. So I'm really going hard on, like, a healing cookbook. Mm-hmm. I'm still playing around with a lot of things, but like how I've been losing weight and how I just not even about the weight, but just like look and feel my skin is different. My gut is different. Like you have to work hard on things like that, just like in a business, if you're trying to heal from something and because there's so mm-hmm. many people that are put on and pumped with all these chemos and drugs that they shouldn't be because of the number of people that have been misdiagnosed or just for like a specific time, if they were injured or something like that, the amount of work you have to do with your body to get it back to you feeling like you were before any traumatic experience happened to it is insane. Like it's so much work. So it's going to be like a work cookbook. (laughs) Like you got to (laughs) work, but I wanted to really focus on like healing where before, like I have healthy recipes. That's amazing. Like everybody can have healthy recipes. Like I'm obsessed with cooking in the kitchen. So I'm going to do like more videos on it too in my new place. But I think it's really important to focus on things that will help you heal. And there's a lot of like, you know, you always say like whole foods and different Mm -hmm. products that we can find in our market that are like on the bottom shelf, but in other countries are on the top shelf because they work the best. (laughs) 
um, mm-hmm. that we need to like bring into existence again and be like, do you know, like vinegar, for example, you can use vinegar to clean everything, add an oil if you don't like the smell, where if you use Comet and bleach, you know, like certain things I still use, but it's like, you know, it gives me anxiety when I start thinking about like all the products, especially cleaning, but it's like baby yeah. steps, right? So I really want to incorporate like a home lifestyle with the food as well, but like all about healing because that's kind of like where I'm at with my life. So that's why the content like comes pouring out again. So I'm like, this is it. This is the next one. So that's what I've been working on. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's, it's such a huge thing. I think a lot of people don't even, or well, I think more people are starting to talk about it and yeah. more people are starting to realize the impact that toxins mm-hmm. just in our normal environment really have on people. And it's everything from fragrances to plastics to, there's so many things. Mm-hmm. And that is a whole another rabbit oh hole. God. We could go Too down much. in a, another whole nother show, but <laughs> But finally, uh, any last bits, Kelly, that we didn't talk about? Uh, anything you want to share before we wrap things up today? I think that's it. If you want to connect with me online, see more of my story, you can go to kellyangorman.com. My show is there, Kelly and Cares. I'm almost in 100 countries. I think I'll hit it next month. And I'm nice. going to continuously help more people, whether it's through my content online. I'm Kelly and Gorman Official on TikTok, Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook, and then LinkedIn, my full name, but everything is on my website, kellyangorman.com. Okay. Awesome. And obviously that'll all be in the show notes. So Kelly, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing all your awesome knowledge and your great talent for organization. (laughs) I mean, people are going to like, just be so happy when they find, (laughs) find your suggestions and find uh, all the content that you have on your website that can really help you be more organized, be healthier and uh, just be more productive. So thank you again, Kelly. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This has been the Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast. Again, I'm Cheryl McColgan, founder of Heal, Nourish, Grow. You can find show notes for this episode at healnourishgrowpodcast.com. If you have feedback on today's episode or questions about the content, please email us at podcast at healnourishgrow.com. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to sign up for our email list at healnourishgrow.com and subscribe to the show with your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. Join us next time for more information that helps you live your best and healthiest life. Thanks for listening. Content on the Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast does not constitute medical advice. Content contained in the Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast is not intended as medical diagnosis or treatment. Neither the company nor its owner, Heal, Nourish, Grow, LLC, nor any of the company's employees, agents, or guest speakers provide medical advice. The content provided on Heal, Nourish, Grow podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult your medical provider with any questions about what health practices are right for you.